the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. In addition to taking care of one another inside the church, what if we developed a lifestyle of taking care of the most needy outside the walls of the church? How would that change the community and our city? Bob Moffitt, president and founder of Harvest Foundation in Phoenix, along with Pastor Julian Gibb, talk with pastors and leaders about how sacrificial love by those in the church to those in need outside the church has helped people see and embrace Jesus Christ. It's that demonstration of Jesus' greatest commandment that we'll hear more about today on The Kingdom and Its Stories. Well, welcome to the show. You're listening to The Kingdom and Its Stories. My name is Julian Gibb. Perhaps you're listening on the radio at drive time, or perhaps you're listening to us on the web. Whoever you are, wherever you are, a warm welcome to the show. And today we're blessed. For today we have uh, Amanda Forbes, who is from the Trinity Education. She's the co-founder and executive director of Trinity Education. Uh, You can find that on www.trinityeducationglobal.org. But Amanda, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. So, Amanda, first of all, tell us a little bit about Trinity. There are people listening now who who uh, know the name, you know, the Trinity, but uh, they don't know about your organization. So, so share a little bit. What 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 is your mission? Yeah, I'd be glad to share a bit more. So, we started in 2012 under the the vision of Vishal Mangalwadi. He's a social activist and. Um, prolific author um, from India, and he had a vision to help equip churches around the world to provide higher education for their young people in the community through a blend of um, low-cost online courses and then also face-to-face mentoring and discipleship um, within the church while students were getting their education. So that was something that totally inspired me when I, I first heard about it from Vishal, and I wanted to be part of it. So we've spent the last nine years trying to build out that sort of model for an accessible um, education for young people in um, the majority world who don't really have access to mm. a quality, affordable education. And we use a lot of online learning methods, but also very highly um, relational in the way that we um, try to train local facilitators to be disciple makers for students in the, the communities where they work. Wow. So, so to put that down to a level that I can understand. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you're, you're teaching you're giving you're, you're teaching youth and uh, young adults uh around the world uh a number of courses which can help them so i mean uh I, one assumes this is done via how how's it, how do you do this i mean you're you're in the usa so is this done via the computer how how do you reach so many people yeah so as you might know there are so many free online courses and curricula available for anyone who has an internet access to pick up and so we really want to leverage um, the proliferation of materials that have come online in the last decade or so and create um, kind of packages we call them boot camp programs Mm. that students can take to learn employable skills But with each of those programs, we include Christian worldview training so that students are really understanding their identity as as culture makers, people 
um, made in the image of God with mm. a purpose to serve and bless their communities. So we want them to take away not just practical skills that they can use for employment, but also, um, you know, an, an understanding that they're made to use those skills to bless their community and their nation. Wow. That's great. You, you just sliced through three of my questions. So yeah. you're doing a great job. Well done. <laughs> but, you know, my, 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 my question was going to be, you know, with uh, missionaries and with uh, Christian organizations, you know, let, let's go over and do wonderful things, which I'm fully behind. Build schools, build wells, you know, uh, you know, give, give people these these tangible uh, material, physical uh, products where they we can help them in a physical way. But why, why are you bothering with education? You can't eat it. You can't live in it. Why, why, why education? Well, you know, education changes our mindset about why we're on this earth and our really human potential to create and, you know, come out of poverty. And we had a student in, uh, in Kenya who just blew me away. Um, he shared with us one time that before going through our, our program, he didn't realize he was made in the image of God. And he thought that poverty was a, a multi-generational curse from his grandfather to his parents to him wow. and that he would pass along to his children. And, you know, when you have that type of mindset, there's not a lot that you're going to be able to do to change your situation. But going through our course, he did come to understand that, yeah, I'm made in the image of God and poverty is not a curse on me or the generations to come. And since that time he's gone through our program, we also helped um, connect him with a university in the US and he's become a student um, huh. there in their online program. And so he's getting his his bachelor's degree, college education. And I'm so excited to see where he goes in the future. But that's why we start with education because when you, you can reshape that mindset to align more closely with God's purposes for who he's made us to be, anything's possible. Amen. I'm into that, you know, because you know, having a quality education um, really builds up a confidence within yourself, doesn't it? You know, there, it does seem that barrier of, I know when I was sort of looking up at, at, at people, I was thinking, like, wow, you know, well, well, that's because they got a PhD after their name, which is great, you know, but, uh, you know, without uh, an education, you know, there's always that, that, that part inside of us, which is, sort of thinking, ah, oh, well, I'm not, I'm not as smart, I'm not as intelligent, you know, and so, um, so, 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 so being able to gift people, you know, education is the key that can, that can unlock not only opportunities uh, outside, you know, employment opportunities, but also the un unlock the potential that's within us, you know, it's that, 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 that mechanism, which tells us, that, well, you know, maybe, maybe I can do stuff, you know, and, and as you've, as you said, you know, with, Knowing that we are in God's image, you know, getting our identity, getting our worth from God, you know, that with combined with an education seems like you're on to, as we say in England, a winner, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, really being able to help people. You know, God, God is helping people elevate themselves out of this lie that they are they're worthless, that, 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 that someone else, you know, that over there, they, they, they've got what it takes, you know, they're gifted, but but not me. So, so um, th this sounds wonderful. You know, tell me how many countries or, or regions, what, what parts of the world are you working in? So we primarily um, have worked in, in Africa, several countries in East Africa, Uganda, Rwanda, Kenya, Tanzania, um, but also have had partners in Southern Africa, um, Mozambique and South Africa. 
And then, yeah, trained some partners in Nigeria as well. So we've had a pretty broad reach um, throughout the African continent. But our largest program has actually been in, in Haiti, where hmm. we work with a church partner um, who started a university several years ago. And they've had so many students come through. And it's been it's been really fun to kind of get a flavor for what God is doing among the youth in different, different countries. But, um, yeah, Haiti's been really cool because they have um, just such an entrepreneurial spirit among the youth and we've worked with them and they just have these dreams and ideas for you know companies and ways of bettering their nation so that's been really cool to kind of help unleash some of that spirit there but you know wherever we we've, we've worked we've just seen such a hunger from mm. from young people to learn new skills and use them to to bless their communities and once again that goes back to the worldview and mindset once you you have that understanding of what you are put on this earth to do and why God has has placed you here, you know, it changes your motivation for education and learning new skills. So, you know, when when you're speaking about Trinity, you know, there's an excitement in your voice. But when you're talking about individuals, you know, and how they've they've, um, grown, how they've progressed during their training, your eyes light up like Mm -hmm. Christmas tree lights. And so, you know, have, have you seen people uh, be transformed through the training? You know, have, have you, uh, well, I guess the answer is yes, I know already because, you know, <laughs> your eyes gave it away. Mm-hmm. Tell us some of those stories about how, you know, people have gone in and um, thought, well, you know, I, I'm, our family's trapped with a curse of poverty. You know, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to be doing, you know, stuck doing what my, my, my parents were doing before. There's, you know, there's, there's no way out. And then suddenly you see them rising up you know, gaining that confidence, gaining those skills, knowing that not only have they, uh, can they do something, but they can also contribute something to their communities around them. And so, so have, have you got any, uh, I'm not after names or anything, but any sort of examples of, uh, of how that, when that's happened? Yeah, absolutely. So our first program was in a, a really impoverished community outside of Nairobi, um, a lot of addiction, um, a ton of poverty and, um, we had a small cohort of all young men who were were in the program and kind of seemed, you know, trapped in a lot of ways by just the lack of opportunities locally. But um, one of them in particular, he had his dream was to study computer science, and he had been through um, just a lot of really hard things in his life, and wasn't even even able to pay for his uh, secondary school certificate because he didn't have the fees to get the piece of paper. Mm. So um, our program started in in his community. So he was able to join and have a mentor who was actually a, a software um, programmer in California who worked very closely with him and just kind of took him under his wing. And um, he was able to progress um, just remarkably through that training and, you know, the mentorship of the guy here in the U.S., uh, was just tremendous for him and he was able to get a job um, with a company um, in IT in Nairobi and just totally transform you know his life and move out of um, the difficult situation he was in in that slum and um, yeah it's just fun seeing his journey he got married and um, and he ended up trying to mentor others with the same sort of education he had I remember he had a, a small group of students he was trying to help and so we just love that full circle mm. you know picture of how he's been blessed but realizes he's been blessed to be a blessing to others so that's been really cool and then I guess the other piece I would say is um, it's not just our students but in many ways it's the facilitators that we train in these local communities to lead um, the programs 
um, where I feel like we're, we're really seeing just some cool fruit come out of that and empowering them to not only take these programs as they are um, created by us, but recreate them in ways that they know are more relevant, more contextualized for their students. So I, I just really think that that capacity building of local leaders is really important because they need to be the educational, not only owners, but creators mm-hmm. in their community. And so even though we, we come in with kind of our structured program, our goal at the end is for them to take that, learn from it, adapt it, and make it more relevant based on their inside experience. Amen. You're listening to The Kingdom and Its Stories. My name is Julian Gibb, and today we're blessed to have Amanda from Trinity Education join us. Amanda has been sharing how Trinity have a number of online courses which they can teach people around the world. You know, people living in the most destitute parts of the world don't have to be trapped in a mindset of that uh, they are indeed trapped in where they are. There's nothing they can do. You know, the, the same thing is going to happen to them as happened to their parents. But but no, there's an opportunity here for people uh, the other uh, other side of the world to be trained in employable skills and also gain uh, confidence, self-confidence through that. But also, even more importantly, to know that they are loved by the Lord Jesus Christ, who is there with them, operating through them. But uh, Amanda, tell us... Um, so, you know, you, you've been teaching uh, people around the world. I've been, I've been looking through the website, you know, and there are some um, uh, places, as it says on there, some of the most destitute parts of the world, uh, you know. And so um, how how do you reach out to these people? And now this is this is just Julian speaking out of ignorance. Um, I'm assuming that some of these people don't have computers in their home. And if you teach via computer, uh, how, how, how does that work out? Yes, that has been one of the most complex challenges for us. So when we started in 2014, we helped actually set up computer labs um, in some of the places where we were working in in Kenya and Tanzania and Mozambique. And uh, yeah, that was really important to be able to provide a a central location for the students to come and have access to computers and internet. Um, But with the pandemic (laughs) this past year, that has revolutionized everything for us because students can't come to a facility and they often can't gather, you know, together in one space like that. And so we've really been rethinking our model in a lot of ways to be um, potentially more mobile friendly using WhatsApp. We've learned a lot about um, creative uses of of courses on WhatsApp and we're, we're exploring that. So um, yeah, it has kind of changed the sorts of of avenues, I guess, that we're exploring, not just to have computers, because in a lot of cases, students don't have them. They don't right. even often have internet at home or reliable right. electricity. So it's caused us to become more creative with some of those things. So do people go to libraries or churches and use their uh, their internet there? How, is, is that how it, how it happens? Has, has happened? Yeah, that's how our program has functioned, <laughs> where the, the local facilitator, they'll use a school or... Um, yeah, some sort of venue in the community where they can set up the computers and have internet there that the students can come and, and use to complete the program. So I'm looking at your uh, your website as we as we speak, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm just looking. So you know you have programs here. There's quite an array. You know, I think I think I need to uh, sign up to a few myself. I mean, you've got digital boot camp, uh, office management boot camp, entrepreneur boot camp. And then also paths to employment. So, so are all of these programs really about equipping in order to become um, 
self-sustainable in order to uh, provide for them and their families. And then with the Christian worldview is then to pass on the gift to others around them, to, to, to be the hands and feet of Jesus within their, within their community. Is that, is, is that the plan? Yeah, that's exactly right. So, I mean, I'm, it, it really is impressive. You know, I mean, you've got the digital boot camp, you know, and I'm uh, looking at all the things that are involved and there's WordPress and uh, social media and website design. And then you're teaching people how to be entrepreneurial. And uh, what, what, what would you say um, to those listening around the world, um, but also to those listening into the U.S. who are saying, uh, you know, an, an education's not for me you know um that's uh i I'm, I'm not worthy enough of that or i'm not intelligent enough to do that what would be your response to them oh wow yeah i would say that um you know that is part of who god made us to be is to to be lifelong learners and to have the capacity to understand more about his world and um, you know, for some that might be going on and getting a, a bachelor's, a master's, a doctorate, and uh, that's good, but that's certainly not necessary to be able to be a, a culture maker and reveal God's kingdom in today's world. And I think that's really what we're trying to show through these programs is that, you know, often it's the the recognized accredited certificate from, you know, the institution in your your city that, um, a limited number of people have access to, and that's what it means to be educated. But we're really trying to broaden, I guess, the definition of education and say, in today's world, there are so many avenues for you to learn new skills. And many of these new skills can bring employment and betterment to one's life. Mm. And so we're we're kind of trying to take some of those those free materials that anybody could have access to, but package them in a way that um, there's support, there's mm. accountability, there's structure, so that it's easier for students to actually finish the programs because the completion rates for just an online course, someone who signs up alone um, are very low. Yeah. <laughs> you know, often people don't finish, but we want to help provide the structure for the students to have, yeah, mentoring and support mm. so that they can successfully complete the program. And then ultimately, you know, see that this is just the beginning of my journey. There's still so much more to learn about God's world and um, so many more areas to grow in in terms of the skills that he's given to me. So that's what we want them to take away. Well, that's great. You know, and the, the mentorship, the journeying with someone, having someone, you know, figuratively speaking, holding your hand is key. I, I remember uh, studying Hebrew online, you know, I thought I was going to go crazy, you know. And so, <laughs> uh, but it is wonderful that this, um, th- what Trinity offers also has ways to help to introduce to uh, to employment, to plan ahead. You know, I know when I left uh, college, you know, university, I sort of walked out with a piece of paper. It's like, what are you going to do? I have no idea, you know. So uh, it's wonderful to have that that plan going ahead. So let me ask you a question. You are one of the founders of Trinity. You know, um, this is sort of uh, what a project that God's placed on your heart. I mean, don't didn't you feel overwhelmed? I mean, you, know, you come up with this plan is like uh, we're going to provide and write quality curriculums. We're going to find teachers. We're going to reach out across the globe, you know, and improve people's lives. I mean, uh, you know, Trinity education from conception to implementation. Um, how how did you start? I mean, I'm just thinking of like people like me, you know, and others perhaps listening who are thinking like, ooh, 
<laughs> no, I mean, uh, again, that 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 that's not something that I could do, so I won't do. You know, what 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 would you? How, how did you start? And what was your mindset? And what would you say to um, to those listening or saying, well, that that's something for Amanda. You know, I mean, she's got a PhD. <laughs> you know, she's uh, she's got this, she's got that, got the other. She's God's gifted her that way. What would you say to those who are um, perhaps paralyzed by fear uh, of doing anything? Oh, well, that is so common to feel that way. And I, I certainly felt that way as well, just feeling overwhelmed by the enormity of, of the task in front of us. And our, our first two years, honestly, um, we did a ton of research and networking and trying to learn from other organizations. And I think that process is really important because whenever you're you're creating or building something new, you, you don't want to reinvent the wheel. And we were very much about partnership, you know, and not being proprietary or building our own thing, but recognizing this is all for the kingdom of God. And, you know, we want to be open handed with whatever we create. So that process was really good. But I would also say for for anyone listening who, you know, maybe has a dream or a vision and doesn't know where to start just start. <laughs> you know, we had a, a board member who was very wise. He would say anything worth doing is worth doing poorly. And for me as a, a perfectionist, I would hear that and I would think that doesn't make any sense. But I, he's so right because you just have to start. Mm. You have to realize that when you start, it's going to be sloppy. It's going to be messy. It's not going to be as good as you hoped. But you're going to learn from that. And I'm a big, big proponent of the the lean startup method where you you build, you learn, and you refine. And so, you know, in order to learn, you have to try. You have to to get out there and, you know, see how it goes and maybe make a lot of mistakes. But it's through mistakes that we we learn how to do things better. And so I would just encourage, um, yeah, anyone with a dream, there there is always that um, tendency to be paralyzed by by fear that is so natural for us as humans, mm. but um, have courage, take heart and, and just go and, and take the next step and do something and don't be afraid of it not being perfect or even done well, because you'll learn from that and it'll give you the peace that you need to take the next step and make it better in the next round. You know, I think of uh, on, a, on a business level, there's so many organizations, you know, Hewlett Packard, friends of Google, whatever, you know, they're, they're started in garages. You know, there's yeah. one person in the garage tinkering away and then like, you know, it did, so suddenly did it explode into mega organizations overnight? You no, know, of course, you know, and Thomas Edison with a light bulb, I'm pulling a figure out of the sky. I was, you know, thousands of different light bulbs before one would actually work, you know, just mm-hmm. just kept improving, kept improving. Uh, but also, you know, just just with with um, as you say, with starting, I was chatting with uh, Bob Moffat earlier on, and he was saying how God will craft something like uh, like a car. You know, you can't steer a stationary car; it has to be moving. You know, and so prayerfully consider what it is God's pinning on your heart. You know, and and allow Him to to guide you the whole way. But as you say, you know, I mean, th- those are words I'm going to write down. Just start. <laughs> <laughs> Just start and craft it along the way. And so, so those who are listening, uh, perhaps there are people um, uh, in Africa. Uh, I'm told this is pod, pod listened to by 16 countries uh, on, um, on the web. So what would you say to, to someone who's listening to this and they're, like, they're thinking, um, well, wow, you know, how, I need this. You know, so what, what, how, how can they get enrolled, involved in Trinity? 
Yeah, our website is really the best place for that. I know you shared the the link at the beginning, and I'll just repeat it again. It's um, www.trinityeducationglobal.org. And there's a space for people to contact us, uh, preview some of our programs and get a sense of what we offer. Um, so yeah, that, that would be the, the spot to learn more and reach out if anybody is interested. So there you go, my friends. Uh, if God has placed something on your heart, which he has, because we are all called and we are all gifted, uh, we may not know we have gifts, but start, prayerfully start, go out and find out what God is calling you to do. Amanda has uh, started up an educational organization, reaching out to people in some of the most destitute parts of the world, building them up, and maybe God is calling you to do the same. But before before we go, uh, I, I do want to thank you for your time. And uh, I just want to point out, um, what are your plans for the future? Now, you know, Amanda started uh, and she's built up uh, with others, you know, uh, Trinity Education. What are your plans for for the future? Yeah, well, two things we're really excited about. Number one, I'm in the process of writing a book about Trinity's story. So I'd love to maybe come back and share more about some of those yeah, lessons and insights, but um, just putting together a lot of the, the, the things that God has taught us over the past nine years of this journey. And then the second thing is we're working with a Christian college here in the U.S. to create a new teacher training um, partnership for teachers in Africa. So we're really excited about being able to take some of the things we've learned um, with blended and online learning, um, facilitator training, and working with a faculty of education here um, to to, yeah, equip teachers with biblical worldview principles. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, thank you, Amanda. Discipleship as come and follow me. Next Monday at 5.30 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360, we'll hear another testimonial from a leader demonstrating how they and the people of the church are sacrificially loving the needy and beginning to see real change in their communities. If you have a personal example of how you are being the hands and feet of Jesus with your neighbors, we'd love to hear from you. Enter your story at harvestfoundation.org. That's harvestfoundation.org on the Contact Us tab. You can also subscribe to the podcast on The Kingdom and Its Stories on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.